0: You know, it's interesting. A lot of times I get to work with a lot of different people with one-on-ones with talking to people who struggle with narcissism to people that are stuck in narcissistic abusive relationships. And it's fascinating at times talking to people across the country, across the globe that have the same things in common that have the same instances of what happened to them happened to another person. What happened in their narcissistic relationship happened the same way in someone else's relationship. What happened like in that initial start of the relationship or how it progressed or the trigger points. It's amazing how you talk to different people and you start to realize like, whoa, a lot of this narcissistic tendencies are the same without narcissists even talking to each other. It's really crazy how it is. One of the things that's kind of stuck out to me some over the past little bit and like talking with people and seeing it like come up more and more is I've seen a lot of people when they went on their first date, when they had the first experience with the narcissist, they came back and they said, I didn't like him. Like she wasn't really the person I was looking for. And it's amazing to see how that initial thought, that initial reaction has appeared many times in different conversations one-on-one as we're diving into their past, as we're diving into the things that they've had to deal with or that they've gone through. And they start thinking, they're like, actually, you know what? I didn't like that person. Like when we first went out to eat, I thought they were rude. I thought they were kind of like a snob. Like I thought that they were just really full of themselves. And I didn't think anything of it. Like I didn't think it was going to go anywhere because I didn't like them. But then all of a sudden that person starts texting, starts calling, starts showing up, starts being more and more persistent and over a period of time people think like, hey, this must be love, this must be infatuation, this must be the, what it feels like to have someone that absolutely loves and adores you so much that they want to be with you 24-7 or they want to end up being involved in your life in every single aspect. And they don't start realizing some of the toxic traits and behaviors that get hidden under the surface by a narcissist coming into their lives and making them feel like they're the best person ever. This is how the narcissist incorporates love bombing, making the person feel with elaborate gifts, with elaborate displays of affection, with over the top admiration, a ton of different things that make you feel like you're the best person ever. And then over a period of time, that narcissist starts to take it away piece by piece. Now, for some people, it was kind of slow. It was kind of a slow transition over a period of time from happy to unhealthy. For others, it was literally just a switch. Literally, it was one day. It was one moment. It was one argument. It was one thing, and all of a sudden, they were completely different. Now, that could have been a traumatic event, or it could have not. It's amazing to see a lot of the events are very similar to people in relationships here, to people in relationships across the world. One of those events is marriage. A lot of times you'll have a narcissist in that relationship that is love bombing, that is future faking, that is saying all these things about what they want to do and is really manipulative in the relationship. And then all of a sudden, the knot gets tied, the marriage vows get said, and they sign it off in front of a judge, and they're married, and it's like it switches just like that. And some we you are like, why? Like, how could it? A lot of times, there's a mentality of a conquest, of trying to climb, trying to reach the goal. And the goal could be locking that person in for life. The goal could be being that person's sole influence. And ultimately, when a narcissist gets to the place where they get to marriage and they say, I've arrived, I have check that box, I look like a normal human being because I am married. And then they start seeing like, whoa, this isn't whats cracked up to be because of the sheer fact that it's not all about me. Like, wait a second, you mean marriage takes two people? They both have to work at it? Whoa, that's not what I'm interested in. And as a result, you see narcissists, that they get to marriage, they get to the altar, they get to the church, to the courtroom, they get to the place where they say, I do, And then the next day, it's like night and day difference. You might wonder why I know this. One, I know this because I've been talking to a bunch of different people. I do one-on-ones. I meet with people each and every day to try to help them through healing, help them through trauma, help them not to become the mean person that the narcissist is, but to be able to change and grow, to work to better themselves as they're getting out of that abusive relationship. So I see it a lot. But it also relates a lot because that was me. Because in my relationship, as I continued to progress in the relationship, as I felt like there was push and pull, it might have been my wife was hard to get at times, you know, wanted to lock her in, wanted to get to the place where I was like, no, like, I'm the only one for you, I can help you, I can save you, you know, that whole like, savior complex, and then finally got to the place where I said I do, completely changed. And there'd be times even in my mind, I'd be like, I don't even know why it changed. I don't even know how it changed. I couldn't even put like a finger on it. I just knew like, wow, like you're inconveniencing me. Like this isn't about me anymore. Like what the hell happened? And as a result, anger, rage, triggers out the window every single day. Oftentimes it'll be other aspects of a relationship. So it could be marriage. It could be the spouse getting pregnant. It could be the actual having of a baby. Oftentimes you'll see a narcissist that'll pull away when the other person is pregnant and they'll start going out with more people. They'll start getting involved in other aspects because they start to realize that the center of the universe doesn't revolve around them because their, their wife, their partner is in getting involved in having a baby. And as a result, it takes some type of affection, some type of emotion, some type of care off of the narcissist. And they're like, wait a second, I'm not getting my needs met. I need to go figure out how I can do that any way possible. And as a result, they lie, they cheat, they manipulate the gaslight and they go run around with other people because they don't know how to deal with their own emotions how to be honest how to own up to what they've been doing and how they've been acting and actually work together in a partnership in a marriage and so you see different triggers you see different things in the narcissist life that literally is just a quick change And that change can be so drastic, so brutal, and it'll feel like the end of the world because you've been on this path for a period of time with someone who's loving and shows affection, and all of a sudden it changes, and as soon as it changes, that's when you start to doubt. That's when you start to wonder, what did I do? And when you start to wonder, what did I do to the point that it evades your mind and your thought and your emotions, that's when they start to trap you even more because they can pull you in piece by piece until you get to the place that they gaslight you enough so that you think it is because you did something. But more often than not, in a toxic relationship with a narcissist, is literally a switch of them understanding that they no longer have control over you and they have lost the total Spotlight on them. When a narcissist starts to realize that the world doesn't revolve around them and the people around them start to treat them like the world doesn't revolve around them, is an awakening moment. And typically that moment is covered with rage and discard. Because a narcissist doesn't want to be honest with what's going on in their lives. They don't want to be real about the things that they have affected others with, of the things that have affected them to become the people that they are. And as a result, they don't grow, they don't live in a place of vulnerability or change or where that's even possible or where that's even a reality that they could even live in. So when you think back on the relationships that you had, when you think back on the relationship that you had with a narcissist, think back and, and, and just question yourself, like, did I actually like this person? Was I actually attracted to her when I first met her? What was some of the triggers? What were some of the changes that happened that just switched it? And understand, when that switch happens, it's almost 99% of the time has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with them. Their sense of self, their validation that pull, makes them pull away, makes them attack even more aggressively because they're not getting what they think they deserve. If you've been with a narcissist and you've left, or if you're still in a narcissistic relationship and you're getting abused, please seek guidance to get out and to find safety. Because you can't have safety if you're continuing to be abused by another person. Reach out to people, talk to a therapist, work through whatever's going on in your life so you can find healing, growth, and change to become the person that you need to be, the person that you want to be, and the person that you possibly were, before you even met the narcissist. I'd love to talk to you one-on-one. I have a website, rawmotivations.com. I talk to people on there every single day that is struggling with abuse, that are struggling with, dealing with, and getting through their emotions and the facts of what the narcissist did to their lives. would love to be able to interact with you. If you're interested in that, go to rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones, just grab a time and we can chat. Uh, Please, on social media, take a look and follow us subscribe on all the social medias we're on tiktok instagram and facebook would love to interact with you on those if you're listening to this episode on podcast or spotify thank you so much give us a rating and just give us feedback on how i can get better how i can work to become um, better equipped at giving this message out there so that people have awareness can tap into growth healing and change because that's what it's all about